0: Guys, our next guest has always been requested by the listeners. And what better time than now? Hot off the heels of UFC 258 in the books. There's more questions than ever as far as what's next for himself. Colby Chaos Covington. Welcome back to Submission Radio, man. Thanks for joining us. It's a little bit late over there. We appreciate it.
1: Guys, I just want to start off by, you know, let's have a moment of silence, guys. Let's have a moment of silence for Marty Fake Newsman's hairline. One second, one second. That thing took a run all the way to the back of his hair, man. I feel bad for his hairline, man. That thing is ugly, man. I'm going to have to get some new glasses for my next press conference that I see Marty at because that dome is all shiny and ugly dome. So. You know, I just want to start the interview off by having a moment of silence for his hairline. Rest in peace to it.
2: Well, we're off to we're off to a banger already. Already a classic Colby Covington interview. Thanks for
1: your time, Colby. We'll speak to you next week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but there, there's a lot to talk about, and Usman is one of the the topics that we're going to talk about. But before we do, man, the last few, I think almost million times we've spoken to you, Jorge Masvidal has been the man in your sights. He's the men the man who you wanted to fight next. Now, it looks like the UFC have moved on from that matchup. In your words, tell us, what exactly happened with that fight? Why didn't it come together?
1: Yeah, in my words, which is the truth, you know, and Dana White and everybody over at the UFC can attest to that, he's just scared of me. I mean, he's afraid, you know, he's embarrassed. He doesn't want to get embarrassed in front of the whole world. You know, he knows how this matchup goes. So, you know, he's just looking. He'd be willing to lose to anybody else but me, you know, so... The UFC offered him, you know, a seven-figure payday, an ultimate fighter gig, this heated rivalry, you know. The, the only reason I wanted to fight, you know, Jorge Street, Judas Mosfidal, we got a vendetta, you know, and it, and it needs to be settled. And, you know, it, it's an easy payday for me, and I'm, I was willing to go back, but it's because of all, the way he was running his mouth, you know. He, he was saying I was fragile. He said he was going to knock me out. He said he was going to baptize me to, like, close people to me, you know, saying let's fight in the parking lot at our old gym. Let's go fight in the parking lot of Publix trying to act tough at events in front of Dana, like, hey, I'll beat Colby's ass, this and that, you know, so that's the only reason I was willing to go backwards, because there's a legitimate personal beef there, this is deeper than just a fight, you know, it's just, this is a broken friendship, you know, a complete rivalry now, and, and but, you know, what can I do about it, he doesn't want to fight, he's scared to fight, he knows what would happen if we fight, so I got to move on, you know, I got bigger business to take care of, I don't need to go back in the rankings anyways, I'm the number one welterweight in the world, I'm the number one ranked, and you know, I, frankly, I deserve my title shot. Marty fake newsman. He got lucky as fuck the first time we fought. I was beating him three to one. The next time we fight, I'm not going to get poisoned before the fight. In the fight, I'm not going to have Mark Goddard to save him and stop momentum in the fight. When I kick him in the liver, they call it a nut shot. That changes the whole momentum of the fight, man. And he had multiple breaks in the fight to to catch his wind and, and regroup and stuff. And it was an early stoppage. You know, I was winning the fight three to one. I want my rematch with Marty. Jorge Street Judas Masvidal forfeited out of the welterweight tournament. It's only me and Marty Fake News been left at the top of the mountain.
0: I know last time we spoke, you mentioned how you haven't heard from the UFC in a little bit since that win that you had. Had they actually contacted you and offered you the ultimate fighter and said, hey, we're going to be talking to Jorge, trying to make that happen? Or was that never a conversation that even took place?
1: It was a conversation that took place, and mm-hmm. they knew my my side was done. As soon as I got done with Woodley, you know, Dana White promised me Jorge Masvidal or, or Marty Fake Newsman next, so, you know, I was willing to do them a favor and fight Jorge Masvidal and go back in the rankings to fight some journeyman. You know, he's washed up. He hasn't fought in over a year, you know. he's He knows he's at the end of his time, and he, he his career's over. So he just doesn't want me to completely end his career, you know, and, and it's just, It's unfortunate, you know, because I know that's what the fans wanted, you know, and I I like giving the fans what they want and being the people's champ for a reason. But what can I do when a guy blatantly ducks me, you know,
2: just out of curiosity, when when were they targeting that fight, Colby? And also, when did you know this deal was dead? When did you realize or find out that this fight's just not going to happen?
1: Yeah, when I when I first talked to them in, in September, October, after the Woodley fight, they told me, uh, and by the way, what happened to Street Judas Mosfeld teaching Woodley all his tricks so he could beat me? Hopefully, isn't teaching Jake Paul those same tricks because that ain't gonna work out too well. But as I was saying, back to what I was saying, you know, after I fought Woodley, uh, Dana White, Hunter Campbell called me. They wanted to get the fight done in December, January. I was on board. I agreed. You know, I put the pen to the paper. But you know, Jorge Mosfeld was nowhere to be found. He was hiding. You know him and Malky were hiding. They, they they want nothing to do with me. They know what happens when they fight me, man. It doesn't end well for them. So, you know they've been ducking me, and they wanted that fight then. And then they they and then after he turned down January, they're like, okay, well let's do the Ultimate Fighter. You know we could start taping in May. You know you guys fight as the pay per view uh, main event at the end of it in June, and it would have been perfect because you know I am Jorge Masvidal's father. So. I know Father's Day is in June, so it would have been a two-for-one special. I would have beat his ass, spanked my little son, and I would have got a happy Father's Day.
2: Oh, man. No, nobody nobody can put it like like you, Colby. Let me ask you this, though. You, you mentioned Usman. Um, Everybody thought we were going to see you and Jorge to find out who was going to face Usman next. The fight obviously didn't come together. So how do you feel when you watch him Sunday night after his win and he's calling out, you know, Jorge Masvidal, taking the time to sort of address him? I know he said that he can take on anybody, anybody can get it. But how did you feel seeing, you know, his management, Jorge's management campaigning for this fight when the fight between yourself didn't come together?
1: You know, it's hilarious. Marty Fake Newsman's a complete coward. You know, if I would have had a win over him the way he has a win over me, I would have wanted to run that back right away, you know. You didn't you didn't beat me and the fans knew that night in that arena and, and everybody around the world knew that that was a bullshit stoppage, was a bullshit fight. And you know, there's there's still a lot of stones that are unturned. So there's a lot of unfinished business. So he, he, know, he just knows what presents him the hardest challenge. And, and that's me. He's looking for an easy payday. He's looking for the Street Judas Masvidal because he knows he's washed up. That fight goes the same way every single time, guys. Let's not make no mistakes. Malky and Street Judas Masvidal are saying, oh, if we have a full camp, this. What are you talking about, dude? You were putting pictures all over fucking Instagram and, and social media. You're with Bo Nickel, this good wrestler, and you were spooning with him for three or four months before the fight. And then Dustin Poirier says, you know, before he fights Hooker, that. You know, you were in his training camp, and you were training hard for that fight. So you got no excuse that you were on six days' notice, man. Stop making excuses, man. The people see right through you, man. You're everything you said you would never be, George. And it's sad to see, man, but I'm glad that me and the people have something in common that we can see right through you. It cowered.
0: Is it weird that the ch- it kind of seems like, it uh, not pre-planned, but it seems like Usman kind of had this in his mind, all along, and Mazadar didn't want to take the fight with you. Now that it's all coming together, does it kind of make sense a little bit that you know Usman called him out, and then straight away you know Masvidal's camp is keen on the fight, and it's almost it, there's almost a pre-planned sense to it where they both don't really want to match up with you, and we're both sort of waiting for this next moment to do this rematch.
1: Yeah, that's exactly true. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. If Malky and, you know, that that terrorist snitch, Ali Abdelaziz, you know, worked a deal out behind closed curtains, you know, they they probably want to get that deal done, you know, and that fight's never going to sell like it did the first time, you know, they hit lightning in a bottle, it was the perfect time of everything that was going on, you know, people were more intrigued in that fight because they thought there was going to be sharks and dancing alligators on Fight Island, and they thought this behind behind Fight Island was just going to be so crazy and this and that, so... The people see the truth about Jorge Masvidal now he he got exposed man. He's been ducking me for six months man He's a coward. He talked all that shit in the media that he, it's on site. I'm gonna fight you in the street I'm the king of Miami this and now I'm gonna baptize you. No, you're not the street Jesus You're the street Judas and the people see that mm.
0: You know what else Kobe people are looking to make some cash as well So before we talk about what's next I just want to bring up a mutual friend of ours and that is my bookie because my bookie as you would have told all your fans, as well as people know, is the only sports book all of us recommend. They take good care of all of the athletes. They take great care of everybody who bets with them. And if you guys sign up with promo code submission, my bookie will match your deposit halfway up to $1,000. How about that? So visit my bookie online today. That's M Y B O O K I E. Joey and the team over there do a fantastic job. But let's talk about what's next, man, because you mentioned. Uh, you want Kamara Usman next, but it looks like the UFC is going to be trying to make this rematch. We saw Dana White talking about that. He thinks the next move could be Leon Edwards for you. What's your reaction to
1: that? My reaction is, first off, guys, I know you guys got your promo code, but don't be shooting this My Boogie promo. First off, it's the <laughs> undisputed king of the sportsbook. The undisputed king of the sportsbook. And if you want to sign up, Use promo code Kobe and you're going to get a 50% match to po- opponent. You know, we made a mistake because so.
0: we, we didn't have the women with us. I don't know what we're doing. This is a big mistake. This is a mismatch.
2: The fans are spoiled for Anyone? choice.
0: It's like John you know, we're Cena Ric trying to cut a, cut a promo. This is a bad idea from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> we're on Submission Radio, so
1: we got to keep it g rated you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, tell us what, what was your reaction, man? You got Dana White out there in the news talking about that the next move for you could be Leon Edwards.
1: You know, I, I don't know what he's talking about, man. That's just, you know, him talking. Let's let's talk about facts, man. I'm not, I'm not in the Leon Edward, Leon, first off, guys, it's Leon Scott. What's his name?
2: <laughs> Nobody says I'm it better than you,
1: Colby. I'm not talking about it until you say Leon Scott. He's more well-known for Leon Scott than he is for his other name.
2: The, the the man, the man, I feel like it's when someone comes from parts unknown, right? He, he is the man you address as Leon Scott, right? The the man that Dana White wants. He's to the fight. man. He's the man that
1: the whole internet addresses as is. It's Leon Scott, and Leon Scott hasn't earned anything, boys. I'm in the Colby Covington Incorporated Championship Pay Per View business. I'm not in the Leon Scott charity business. This isn't Charity Hour, man. I'm I'm fighting in the top of the mountain. I'm fighting the best in the world. Did Marty Fake Newsman get a call from the president after his last fight? Oh, geez, I wonder why. Because he sucks. He's irrelevant. So, you know, people, I've done things no one's ever done in this sport. I'm not, I'm not doing charity business no more. It's not my fault this kid hasn't fought in two years. It's not my fault, you know, this kid, you know, there's people from England that are fighting all the time in the pandemic. They're not scared to fight. So I'm not doing charity for this guy who hasn't fought in two years. He's irrelevant. He's beat a bunch of bums. And I'm not doing charity. This isn't charity hour. This is fucking championship fucking pay-per-view hour.
2: If, if the UFC and Dana White, they, they say, look, this is, this is the fight that we want to make. Well, I guess what would be your answer to them? Is, is this a hard pass? You're just not interested in Leon Edwards at all at this point?
1: Um, I would say, Marty Fake Newsman, you're going to give Street Judas Masvidal the, just, the same guy that you were talking on the phone with me and saying he's the hardest guy in the world to deal with. You know, he's, he's the next Diaz. You know, he, he only wants to fight once every two, three years. You're going to reward that guy? He hasn't fought since that that fight. A year, you know, and and that fight goes the same way every single time. You want to do that same exact outcome again? For what? What's the point? Six days, six months, six years? That fight's the same every single time. The people want to see one fight. They want to see rematch. Marty Fake Newsman, Colby Chaos commented part two. Are you fucking kidding me? It was a joke. It was the biggest scam and the biggest corruption in the history of this sport. Are you kidding me? I was destroying him. He got lucky, and he knows that. He had life raft thrown to him multiple times. Why does he want to run it back with me? Oh, because I'm the toughest dog in the pack. If I was the easy dog in the pack, he'd be coming after me. But he's not.
2: It's interesting how uh, this whole thing has sort of come together quickly because obviously Leon Edwards was supposed to fight uh, Hamzat Shemaev and then that fight fell apart and you know since then he's become available so now it's kind of like a, a bit of a pivot to try and match you guys up together. If, if he had beaten Hamzat and sort of gotten a win more recently would that have made him more, more interesting as a prospect to you? And I, I'm curious what your reaction was when that, when that fight fell apart initially.
1: Who, who is this, who is this, Kami, Kami Zat, what's it, who?
2: Hamzat Shemayev.
1: Who is this guy? I've never heard of him.
2: He's, he's, he's had a few wins in the UFC last year. had a good year, three he's wins. He's had a very... few
1: wins in the UFC last year, three wins. How many ranked fighters did he beat?
2: Uh, I believe none of them were ranked.
1: <laughs> you want me to talk about guys that he didn't even beat a ranked guy? I have like four champions on my resume in my last four fights. Let's talk, about, let's talk about real business. Let's not talk about charity business no more. I deserve and I earned a fight for the world title. I just destroyed the former champ, finished him like nobody's finished him before in the UFC. I, I came back and won a fight. What has what Jorge Masvidal done besides sit on the sideline and fake, fucking, fake, fake pull out of fights? You know, he's scared to fight. He knows he's washed up. He's looking, he's a journeyman. He's looking for one more payday. No one wants to see that guy fight for the title. They they know what's going to happen. It's going to be the same exact outcome. And why reward a coward like that, a guy that's blatantly scared to fight?
0: We know that first trip to the title shot, it, it took a lot longer for you than a lot of other fighters who just got, got it given a lot quicker. And I know you've mentioned that the relationship between you and the UFC was pretty good. But if you are put in this position where they make Usman Masvidal next, what would that mean for your relationship with Dana in the UFC? Would that be one of those final straws for you where you just get so, so frustrated with the way things are going in this relationship where you can't seem to get these matchups?
1: Yeah, you know, it, it, it'd be really hard to to swallow. Uh, you know, the, the way that I've been treated my whole entire career, you know, I, I was stripped of a, a title unlawfully. You know, I was supposed to unify my title and fight woodley and get pay-per-view points they, they they took it away from me blatantly for no reason uh you know i showed up and fought robbie lawler with my half my face hanging off on two weeks to to save their show on espn you know to make them money you know i got the president of the united states during the most crazy and biggest election of all time i got the biggest i got the president of the united states calling you on your tv on the espn platform giving them more buys and clicks and views than they've ever had. You know, the things I've done for this company, you know, I show out, I show up and I show out. I talk the talk. I walk the walk. You know, my numbers speak for themselves and my accomplishments speak for themselves. I've earned to be at the top of the mountain and fight the best guys in the world to prove that I'm the best in the world because that's how I feel right now. You know what I've done since my last fight? You know, I've, and since the fight I fought Marty Faker, been 15 months ago, I've gotten new coaches. I've gotten better. You know, I got Daniel Valverde, unbelievable junior coach. We're getting better every single day. You know, my striking coach, my kickboxing coach, Cesar Carnero, we're, we're evolving at, at a rate I've never seen before in my entire career. I feel more confident now in my skills than I ever have in my life, and I just know I'm unbeatable right now. All I need is the opportunity. So, you know, I hope that I can get the opportunity and they stop passing me up and, and they take me serious. All Dana has to do is give me the ball, and I guarantee I'm scoring the touchdown.
0: Mm. And you mentioned it there, um, you know, you're in the prime of your career. How devastating would it be for you to have to sit out for an extra, you know, six, seven, eight months and wait for this whole thing to play out before you actually get to get back into that octagon?
1: It, you know, it, it would suck. It would be hard. But, you know, if that's God's plan and that's what he has set out for me, then I what can I do? You know, I just have to you know, trust God's plan, keep working hard. And that's what I do every single day. I'm a blue collar, hardworking American, man. I I love earning things the hard way, you know, during this time, I just go visit the troops. I go visit law enforcement, people that are heroes and inspire me and and they uplift me and I get more, more motivation from them. So, you know, I'll just keep doing those things, those, those selfless acts of just kindness and, and, and showing my appreciation and support. You know, I have a platform now I've done well for myself and, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to sh- give back, and and I want to do more with what I've earned.
2: Yeah, 100% Speaking of doing more Do less when it comes to trimming your balls If you want those silky smooth bastards Extra smooth and get your balls licked I know Valentine's Day is over But that's the kind of thing that comes around all year long Do it with Manscapes Lawn Mold 3.0 The best personal grooming tool on the market In the planet 7,000 RPMs motor Skin safe technology So that you don't cut one of your nuts off While you're doing it in the shower It's waterproof So you can shave your balls anytime, anyplace And 90 minutes it's up to 90 minutes of battery life and your good friends at submission radio are giving away a promo code with the promo code submission that gets you 20% off absolutely fantastic but just quickly you mentioned that obviously Kamara Usman is the man that you are targeting Colby he's the man in your sights next so I've got to get your thoughts what did you think over his win against Gilbert Burns this past weekend at UFC 258?
1: Yeah I think that, that looks like a guy, you know, really primed to get knocked out his next fight. And, and I want to be the one to deliver it. You know, he looks a little chinny, you know. Uh, Dilbert, you know, he's an oversized midget, man. He's a 55er, getting knocked out by 55ers, you know. The guy's the guy's nothing, you know. And that guy came out and dropped you and almost finished you in the first round. You got lucky to get out of that, that he fell on his back and just sat there for five minutes and let you recover. But besides that, you know, I, I didn't see anything special. You know, I didn't. I see a guy that's gotten worse. You know, he changed camps, and he looks like a different fighter in the worst way. You know, he looks like he's declining in his, in his progression. So I look. he looks like a guy I'm ready to expose to the world, and I want to show them Colby to Chaos Covington 2.0. Mm,
0: it's interesting because apart from this Usman fight, and it looks like, this rematch with Masvidal is going to happen. There's no real interest for you to fight it's anybody. It's going to happen. Yet. What are you
1: guys talking about? I, well, what, we hate to be the I bearers of good I news, understand.
0: of bad news, man. But it, it's
1: what, what it looks like online. I'm curious. Obviously, no interest in Leon No one wants to see it.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't
1: know what. No one wants to see it. The people want to see me fight Marty Fake Newsman again. No one wants to see that again.
0: And we did run a poll and everybody voted for the tough season of Covington versus Masvidal. So it is disappointing to a lot of people that this fight doesn't happen. We saw that, you know, Nate Diaz, for example, is going to be going to -to welterweight. Is he someone that entertains you while you wait for the title picture to get sorted out? Or is it going to be pretty much title or bust for you?
1: He won't fight me. You know, That, that Stockton Soy boy knows he gets slapped up by MAGA bombs all day. He has no chance and he knows that. So he doesn't even spit my name out of his mouth because he knows what comes with that and it's a it's a really bad losing paycheck and 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 worst thing he's ever had in his career i mean I, I would beat that guy silly he would have no brain cells left and he doesn't have a lot of brain cells as it is the guy the guy's completely fried man i mean he's got about one or two brain cells left so you know I, i'd almost feel bad to just do him like that and just completely take every last one
2: mm. last one for me colby as we wrap up um just time frame wise what do you see realistically as as next for yourself? It's it's kind of unknown to see what the UFC are going to go with. If for whatever reason this Masvidal Al-Usman rematch happens, I'm curious when you see yourself back in the octagon, back in action, when fans can see you competing again.
1: When the UFC comes at me right. You know, when they come with something that I've deserved, something that I've earned, you know, through blood, sweat, and tears, man. I gave my, everything to this career. Put my life on the line in Brazil for this company, man. Got death threats, got the got the mob in Brazil putting a $50,000 bounty on my head. I'm not even allowed to ever go back to Brazil and fight because of that. They wanted me to fight in Rio, and I still signed up to go fight in Rio, and I knew I had death threats there, and people want me dead. You know, I've done so much for this company. First fighter ever to go to the White House, the only fighter that's ever going to do that because we know, you know, Street Judas Masvidal ain't going, you know, but what I've done in this sport is, is unmatched, man. I've made history more than, than once, you know, more than twice, more than three times, you know, and, and I continue to break, break records and make history, and I'm going to keep doing that. So I'm going to keep working hard, and, and when the right opportunity comes to me and the UFC gives me something that I deserve, I'm going to take it. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep working hard, man, doing everything I've been doing since I was a little kid growing up in Oregon.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, man. It would be a shame to see you not in that octagon anytime soon. We can't wait to see what happens next. I know the fans can't wait to see your return. And, guys, make sure to follow the man on social media, at Colby Carver, MMA, of course. Uh, one of the most entertaining accounts on social. And, of course, we can't wait to see what happens next. Colby, thank you so much for joining us, man. And, uh, yeah, hoping, hoping for big things. Hopefully 2021 sees a bunch of Colby Covington. Another
2: classic.
1: <laughs> Hope so, too, boys. We'll see what happens.